0: hello hello
1: so what no fucking ZD now <laughs> don't make me laugh hi welcome to you know that episode i'm victoria
0: and i'm trev we're two friends who watch too much tv
1: we break down iconic episodes of good shows and bad and explain why we feel the way we do today we're talking about season six episode seven of sex in the city titled the Post-it always sticks twice which aired on august 3rd 2003 so yeah, the title is interesting. I my question is, was that their slogan?
0: Maybe I don't know the where the reference comes from for the title because usually there'll be something at least. Like, ah. I
1: feel like there has to be some kind of like something slogan.
0: Yeah, like a bit to it.
1: Always. Uh so far the first thing that comes up is the episode of Sex in the City. Yeah, maybe
0: it's just them trying to be like cheeky or something. (laughs) I don't know, yeah, because I couldn't find it I can't find anything either. But it's a weird title.
1: It's really weird. Um, but anyway. Oh, I found
0: found it, I found it. Oh, what is it? The title is a reference to The Postman Always Rings Twice.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Sure. I don't know what that is, but that at <laughs> yeah. least there's something because I'm like, oh, it's a movie from 1946. It's like a noir crime film. Huh. Okay. Sure. Okay. Cool. I knew it was. It was too weird to just not to not be a reference to anything.
1: Right. It Had to be a reference to something because it's like, what the hell does that even mean? I
0: feel yeah. that would
1: be a good slogan. Like. Yeah. Post its always stick. They're so strong. Twice. Yeah, they're strong. They stick twice.
0: But um, this is one of my picks.
1: Right. And what I. Was that?
0: I just I feel like when you think of Sex and the City, one of the most iconic pieces of imagery is Carrie in the back of the cop car. Yes. Putting the Post-it against the glass.
1: Yes. That's literally like my Twitter banner
0: for. Yeah, it's just so iconic. Getting broken up with on the post, getting broken up with on the Post-it is It's just one of those things that everyone knows happens in Sex in Sex and the City. They may not know which boyfriend it is, They may not even know which season it is, but they know that Carrie gets broken up with and arrested in this episode. It's just so iconic. And which is the main reason I picked it, because I just I also like Carrie when she's angry. And she's so pissed off this whole episode. It's like this kind of righteous anger and she's not wrong busy yeah busy and like the whole time she's pissed off i'm like yeah you're right to be pissed off i would be pissed off if i were you because sometimes carrie's mad for no reason or she like makes a mountain out of a molehill but this whole episode i'm like yeah you should be fucking ripping through the city yeah and then i actually as i was watching it again for the podcast and everything found a lot of other things i i love in it that I forgot about. I love Miranda in this episode.
1: Miranda's on one in this episode. It's
0: it's a nice... It's a much needed win for Miranda. Yeah. A better. lot of the times Miranda's like the pratfall slapstick. Like she's the one who gets the short end of the deal.
1: This episode made me really realize something. And I wonder if you if you can guess what it is that I'm going to say. But I had a realization... <laughs> And... Is it that
0: Charlotte is the most beautiful one?
1: No, but it is about Charlotte.
0: Oh, what is it?
1: Charlotte's actually my least favorite, more than Miranda. Really? I think it was Miranda in this episode made me really realize that it's actually Charlotte. I I
0: think that's fair. I...
1: Just insufferable. I can't stand her.
0: I'm glad that Miranda, like, really shines in this episode. We see her get some confidence back and really have a good time.
1: Miranda's actually funny. That's
0: she's what funny. even saving
1: grace. Charlotte is not funny. She is not a fun person to be around. She has no sense of humor. She's, always, she's eternally an optimist, and that can be very frustrating on yeah. a day like this when you're going through something really shitty and you just need someone to commiserate.
0: I will say, I think Charlotte is funny in a way that a lot of people are funny where they don't mean to be.
1: She's like a nitwit type of person. Yes, like, which is why like, I like her. She's like Rose on Golden Girls. Yeah, like like, she's not going...
0: She's not making a joke, but she's going to make you laugh anyway.
1: Yeah, because the shit that she says is just so, like... Nonsense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But I I also... One of my favorite parts of this episode on this rewatch was I really liked the conversation her and Carrie have in the bar at the end.
1: Oh, really? I hate that conversation. I feel like it's so tone deaf.
0: Well, I... I like, I, because I understood where Charlotte was coming from, where she's like, well, I did the whole big thing already. I, it feels like it's not my place to do it again. Like I already had the big perfect wedding, you know, and Carrie's kind of like celebrate your love however you want to. If that's by having a big wedding, do the big wedding. And I think that's solid advice because I can understand being like in your own head about the situation, especially when you're such a yuppie like Charlotte is having been divorced, getting married again.
1: Maybe I'm just not nice enough or maybe I've been, like, in Carrie's situation to realize, like, or to feel personally, this is just how I would interpret that conversation. Like, I think Carrie handled it better than I would have. I probably (laughs) would have, like, snapped and would have been like, how can you, like, go on and on about, oh, I feel so bad. I have a second wedding and this huge diamond ring. I shouldn't have a huge diamond ring, but I do. And blah, blah, blah. Like, girl, no one's throwing you a pity party. Like, you fell in love twice with two great men. You have yeah. a huge diamond ring on your finger. You're going to have a fucking huge wedding. Your first guy was a doctor. Your second guy's a lawyer. Like, shut up. Shut I, up, you happy, engaged person. Just shut up. i do think girl who went through a breakup. Be miserable.
0: I do think you also give your friends a little bit more leeway, though. Then you do, like, fictional characters and things like that. I feel like in a situation, you would be like, hey, not the time or place. Like, because Carrie does that in the beginning.
1: Yeah, she does. Carrie, She went a little bit light on the... (laughs) Yeah, like, (laughs) Carrie
0: gives it to her in the beginning, especially the part where she says paper beats rock makes me laugh out fucking loud. I laughed out
1: loud at that. I did.
0: So I think after that, Carrie's like, this is my friend. She's obviously, like, she's overthinking this. Let me just put her let me calm her down i know
1: but just anno- don't you find she's really annoying Annoying that she needs to be babied like this? oh my like, god of course
0: it- she's so annoying Tara's having
1: like the worst day of her fucking life and charlotte is making about her it just frustrated
0: the me. weird part for me in watching this episode again is that i'm most frustrated with samantha
1: because of her situation with smith yes i loved samantha in this one i was like yes this is why i love a sagittarius around me my best friend of like almost 20 years is a Sagittarius and she is the most down ass person. She's always right Well, no, her no, adventure. no.
0: I totally like, love that. I love that. She's like, yeah, we should get high. I got us weed. My issue is that the whole thing with Smith where she's like, I don't want to be your girlfriend. It's a, you can't have your cake and eat it too situation. And I think she realizes that at the end, which is why eventually they get in a relationship. But I'm like, you know that you care about him. Like, you know that. You're not completely at, at, at odds with your feelings.
1: Yeah.
0: You have invested a lot of time and energy and money into this man. Like, outside of work. So, like, why I... And, of course, the way TV works is you have to see... Like, she needs... The girls. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: This is her learning moment. Okay, totally. Okay, I don't think I'm gonna care. And then she sees him say that on TV. And, and she, she cares. And ends up realizing that she cares. But
0: I'm just like, oh, come on. You're smarter than that. You know, especially given her history with, like, Maria and Richard and everything like that. I think like she
1: was that. in denial about it. She yeah. just... She's totally. back to the old Samantha instead of let herself be some kind of evolved Samantha that would be okay with a relationship. Yeah. She gets there eventually, which we appreciate. Absolutely. Love, well, Sam. But one thing I will say about Samantha in this one that I was like definitely noticing, I really enjoyed the fact that she didn't make him feel bad for saying what he said.
0: No, not at he, all.
1: He listened to exactly what she said and said it word for word. And when she got on the phone with him and said did you watch me? How did I do? And she's like, yep, you were perfect. You said exactly what I told yes, you. To yes. Cause it's, she I didn't don't. Guilt trip him, and I think an unhealthy person would have been like, totally. It hurt my feelings when you said that I wasn't special. Cause blah, she blah, blah. realizes
0: it was her decision. Yeah. He would have gone up there and said, oh, this, I have this amazing girlfriend. Yeah. So I totally agree with you there because like at the end of the day, she handled it right for how she wanted it to be. Yeah. But I'm just like, oh, come on, Samantha. I I know that you it's know. Self,
1: it's self harm. it's self-harm. It's not like harming the other person, like she's not totally. a toxic person, but to herself she limits her own growth and ability to like I want 100% and agree. Because like, and I
0: just I want her and eventually she realizes that. So it's like it's a moot point. But yeah, yeah it just made me a little sad cuz I was like, "No, like I don't want you to be sad. I you're my fate, you're my girl."
1: Yeah, let yourself have love. But it gosh. is a
0: good it is a good scene and it is a good storyline in this episode because then it's a it is really like good
1: starting point for sure to
0: Totally. Me. And yeah, I just I, I love this episode. I, I feel like everyone has a really interesting little side plot. I feel like they all get pretty equal time too. Obviously yeah, Carrie this is a good episode. Carrie has the most because she's the main character. But and
1: she's going through something. She's
0: going through it. But everyone like they get they each get their little moment
1: um let's start from the beginning yes and kind of work our way down so obviously carrie has just been broken up with she's pissed off at the world mad <laughs> at angry at everybody who breeds near her
0: yes and her outfit
1: is so she looks hideous she's
0: i like said so the upbeat. same thing she looks so especially going from charlotte in that first opening scene who's like the most like happy beautiful
1: to like sad from park
0: avenue yeah stunning outfit stunning face so well rested you can tell <laughs> and then it cuts to carrie like arguing with someone on the street screaming at someone on the street in this rancid outfit
1: it shocked me to my core to not see a cigarette hanging out of her mouth or between her. yes in this, this scene, was like, a time like a for her to smoke over
0: the top no, i 100 percent agree but I will say, walking pissed off in New York hits so different.
1: Oh my god, yes. I fucking love it. Because, and also the attitude match. Like, you're in a pissed yeah. off mood. There's somebody on that street who's more twice as pissed off yeah. as you. And when y'all encounter each other, it's just, fuck you, up yours, motherfucker. Like Which is what so, you need. Yeah, you need it. You just need to, like, yell and get it off your chest. It and, feels like- <laughs> good. It's cathartic. You
0: almost it are, is. like, you're looking for someone to give you a problem.
1: Yeah, you kind of want somebody to, like messed with you a little bit yeah so then you can, can get it out bit.
0: of your system
1: new york is the perfect place to be a pissed off person i've, I've been there in my life same an angry point of my life and i love it
0: i feel like having a bad day in new york and like making it somebody else's problem is a rite of passage
1: it literally i would <laughs> highly recommend to anybody in the world yes. who's going through any kind of breakup or a miserable situation Get your ass to New York on the next flight out. And, and just yelling. stomp. Yeah, stomp around.
0: And I I love how blunt Carrie is at this brunch.
1: I love it too. I, you know what? But it sucks so bad when someone has good news and you're in a shitty mood.
0: Well, funny you mentioned that because I was watching a different Sex in the City episode the other day because I've just been watching random ones now. And it's the one where Miranda finds out she's pregnant and it's (laughs) the same day, same episode where Charlotte keeps not getting pregnant. Yeah. No matter how much like IVF and everything they try.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's just like classic. And
1: then then Miranda's like complaining about it and Charlotte's like, how dare you complain about that? Well,
0: Miranda's saying she's going to get an abortion. So Charlotte is like, how could you? Yeah. Because it's just like, she's taking it personal. But it's like classic brunch. One of them has good news. One of them has bad news. But it's so. I love it's it. so much fun to watch. And Charlotte's ring is so large. It's so beautiful. But Samantha's so like, it's
1: even more fabulous than your first one. Mrs. Oh, it, and Charlotte's <laughs>
0: face is so funny when she says that.
1: Yeah, she was shook to her core when he and then Samantha said that.
0: Carrie just goes, oh, Burger broke up with me on a post-it.
1: Oh. And then Samantha reads it out loud, and her next line is so funny. The motherfuckers concise.
0: Of- <laughs> it's so fucking funny. This whole episode, I was like, I was laughing out loud. I was giggling. I was talking to myself.
1: Yes, me too. This episode had a lot of one-liners. Yeah, really famous, iconic ones.
0: I also love that Carrie was planning to break up with Burger anyway, and she's still right. so mad that he broke up with her first. I think she's that's like, what she's really mad about.
1: He? Yeah, she is. You can totally tell. That's why she's mad. She's and then mad because he did it first.
0: The throwaway line of Miranda saying that she, someone's doorman broke up with her once.
1: Uh, Miranda's pathetic with that. Pathetic. I really, why would you say
0: that? I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about how they listened to an interview with Cynthia Nixon. Where it was kind of like fighting back at the critiques of Miranda and in Just Like That. Oh. And she was like... Miranda's always been pathetic. She's always been the punchline. Yeah. Like remember when she was flirting with the guy through her window and he was flirting with the guy above her.
1: Yeah. Like, she's always oh my God, kind she of been. She thought he was leaving at Yeah.
0: Or, like, a moment like this where she's like, I got broken up with by a doorman, or the sandwich guy, or right. having to call all her old partners with chlamydia news. That's like, what I'm
1: saying. She is literally George Costanza. Yeah, she's,
0: she's pathetic, pathetic. Which is so. So, it's. Again, it's so nice to see her in this episode, like
1: have a win. It's just like the episode of Seinfeld where George becomes smart for like an episode. Yeah. And they're like, okay, George, just follow the opposite instinct. Whatever instinct you have, just do the complete opposite. And he's like, okay, let me try it. So he walks up to this gorgeous woman at the bar and he's like, hi, my name is George and I'm unemployed and I live with my parents. And she's like, hi, I'm Victoria. Nice to meet you. And she's like obsessed with him. And then in that same episode, Elaine becomes really stupid.
0: Like,
1: (laughs) Really dumb, dumber than a doorknob, and it's so funny. But it just highlights like how nice it is when the stupid, like quirky character gets a break. Yes, it's, and it makes bizarre. everything
0: it's... so much funnier.
1: Yeah, it's funny.
0: And even at the end, like at the in the very last scene when Miranda does get kind of knocked down a peg, because they can't let her have more than an episode, it's <laughs> even funnier then. It is. It's like the punchline is perfect. But yeah, I. Can't I even
1: lie. This is a good episode. I really enjoyed it's it.
0: It's so good. And like I even have a note here that like Charlotte is really trying to make Carrie feel better, but it is annoying the level of optimist that she's being of just like well everything happens for a reason. If I didn't do this, then this wouldn't happen to me. And it's like, girl, read the room. But I I think again, the road to hell is paved with good intentions.
1: I just my note is literally just Charlotte, shut up, stop saying nice stuff. Yeah, and then like, we get this is a moment where I would have literally asked to only meet with Miranda or Sam. Yeah, I would have been like, you two meet me somewhere well, that is. Not I will a wrong say, spot.
0: I do think Car- Charlotte wouldn't have been as annoying if she hadn't just gotten engaged. She still would have been annoying.
1: No, because remember when she wasn't engaged and Carrie and Big broke up and she was like, Carrie, don't lose hope. Like you guys are gonna get back together. Like. She just gives terrible advice. She's so- I'm in an anti-Charlotte mood right
0: now. See, I'm also just like, I'm so colored by and just like that, where Charlotte is literally my favorite character.
1: Ooh, okay, and that makes complete sense because I'm still not cut up.
0: And (laughs) I just think she's so funny, and she just like nothing no one makes me laugh harder in that show than her. Really? Yeah, I love even on season one. Season one, I was like, Charlotte is the queen. What? Like Charlotte, like getting her period to like I don't, like, at the painting thing, I was like, she's so funny. She just wants to be a good mom. Hmm. She's doing her best. So I'm, like, Team Charlotte. But I do think, compared to Miranda and Samantha, she is, like, the nice... She's the... She's not the tough love parent. With her friends. She's always good cop. Which I think is important, because, I mean, if it's always Miranda, or if it's always Samantha, like, it's just gonna be... It's going to be almost too negative at some at some points. Like we need a little bit of the.
1: I feel like Samantha's enough levity. Yeah, she makes a joke out of everything. That's that's how that's I need true it to be handled. But and I, I think
0: like... a, any group I think needs someone who's a little too earnest.
1: That's true. I like, think that need... who would it be on Grey's Anatomy? Who's Lexi?
0: Lexi, exactly, or, or and April. George.
1: And George.
0: You know, yeah. it's like you need Actually, that.
1: Actually, not April. But no. But like Arizona, maybe. I
0: would say George, Arizona, Lexi.
1: Lexi, 100% is the most optimistic.
0: Yeah, you like, need that kind of medias. like. Yeah. Because you have the one to balance everybody else out. You need that. Or else it's just, it becomes not fun when everyone's kind of just sarcastic and not taking it seriously. And kind of mm-hmm. just like defeatist. Mm. Like if it was just Miranda, Samantha, and... Carrie, it would be just like, oh, it's just like they're just bitching all the time, <laughs> which is fun. But I think to, I think it needs the balance of Charlotte, which is why I think I've come to appreciate her so much more in my as I've gotten older. Interesting. But I do. She is annoying in this episode. Yeah, I can admit that.
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe it's just maybe I'm just finding myself really annoyed with her for this episode it wasn't as bad before, but on this one I'm literally like, okay, changing yeah, my order. She's also
0: so honeymoon period. Like, uh. nothing can tell her otherwise. Which I think is even why I appreciate the scene at the end more when she does kind of second guess everything. And kind of is this like, she gets a little defeated. She gets a little like, well I shouldn't do this because I did it the first time and it didn't work out and all this. And she's so in her head. Mm. So it's nice to see Carrie, like, snap her out of it and then Charlotte goes off with the bachelorettes. Yes. And like, Gets sort of this, like, rejuvenation from it. Agreed. And I... So I, I like the Charlotte storyline throughout the episode. But we cut to Carrie and Samantha on a walk and talk.
1: Their outfits are fucking They're sickening. disgusting. Samantha in the chartreuse colored shirt. What the
0: fuck are they wearing? It's It's... It is disastrous.
1: It was very bad. And then Bernie was sitting next to me while I watched this one. And she goes... It's crazy to me that Samantha's outfit is back in style, and I didn't know what to say.
0: I I don't like that.
1: I don't like that outfit at all.
0: Yeah, I don't like the outfit. I don't like the. I don't. It's too much.
1: Yeah, especially she, the bucket hat in the multi color. Oh, and then it's like the
0: because she was wearing like blue
1: bright green jeans, blue pants, like bright blue pants, like fluorescent blue.
0: And then a hot pink bag. And then a bucket like, hat
1: a bucket hat in like her outfit at the bar too is awful i didn't care for the bar outfit especially i don't like pin straight hair
0: no me either and i don't like it on any of these women me either miranda's hair i loved in the bar me too when she had the the little swoopies yeah she looked good and i mean i i have a note later on charlotte in the bar looked so beautiful she has that like insanely straight hair where it's just like perfectly perfectly quaffed and parted.
1: You know what, when someone is too gorgeous though, sometimes it gives plain Jane.
0: Well, yeah, she definitely when gives plain Jane way
1: too beautiful. Sometimes she really gives plain Jane. You need a little ugliness, not too much.
0: No, a little edge. You need
1: a little ugliness to give you an edge. I think Carrie has that. Some yeah. people think that Sarah Jessica Parker is ugly. I personally don't feel. I that know way. we say it
0: every episode. We're just trying to reinforce that we are we love her and we think she's we so beautiful. We love her and we
1: don't think she's ugly. You guys are fucking wrong.
0: Yeah, anyone like, who disagrees with that is out of their mind. Like I don't, yeah. I don't see what you see. But um, also Charlotte's top that like bedazzled like. Sw- like Paint I don't top. yeah I guess but it's just like so stunning oh my god I was like she looks so beautiful I'm like I was gagged a little bit but they all look great in that in that scene actually I hate Carrie's outfit
1: I don't even remember Carrie's outfit so yeah it must have not been it's like
0: there. a weird like silky like hoodie but there's no sleeves huh because she has her hood up when she gets caught by the cops
1: Oh, you're talking about that one. Oh, yeah. She, no, that's like a romper. And is it? A hooded, romper? Hooded romper.
0: Oh, I hate that.
1: With an open back.
0: Yeah. And a black
1: is... bra is hanging out. It's I... just like,
0: why would she even be wearing a bra with that?
1: Some people, well, okay. And this is where we get into the territory of 2000s fashion. I was waiting for this to come up because like.
0: Nowadays, if... you just wouldn't wear a bra.
1: Nowadays, you just would go braless. Yeah. People nowadays have much more nipple confidence.
0: Yes. Or you could even wear like... little pasties.
1: You could wear pasties if you don't have nipple confidence. I think the issue is, in the 2000s and early 90s even, it was actually fashionable for your bra to hang out. That's, That's why crazy. they started making bras in, like, different patterns and colors instead yeah. of just, like, I guess white and black. Because, like, people would let them hang out of shirts. People would wear them under sheer shirts, and it would be, like, yeah. a second accessory. She
0: does that in the beginning. Yes. That's wild to me.
1: Carrie always does a black bra yeah no matter what she does like black bra and then i'm like girl you're wearing a halter tank top and i can see your bra straps how does that not bother you
0: and it then but then the there's sometimes when she's wearing like the slinkiest dress you can ever imagine and there's no bra i love that i love
1: that i love, that.
0: I love, that. Yeah. I love. that's when she looks her chicest like the episode when she knocks on the glass
1: Yes, and she's
0: wearing that like gray skin tight dress. She has dress. never looked
1: better. She has that never is
0: I genuinely think that and the newspaper dress are the two most beautiful moments she has in the whole show.
1: I agree, and I also love her white Dior yes. dress. It's a oh, yes, the huge flower. Oh yes,
0: and amazing. I'm not generally someone who likes when she does the big florals. But I think it's a little Gorgina. tacky, but that one's Gorgina. The gold
1: accenting on that dress mm. is so beautiful. Um, okay. So then they're doing a walk and talk and Samantha's like, Let I'm going to take you to bed. <laughs> Carrie's like, I'm not that off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and There's I a
1: couple of bisexual Samantha moments in this episode. Also,
0: I love Samantha's planner.
1: I love it. Sam. I love a planner. Me too. I have, do you use a planner in your day to day? I do at work.
0: Uh, I don't anymore. I did at my old job, but now my new job, I just leave post-it notes everywhere.
1: I do that too, but it started to get really chaotic because I would end my day with like thousands of them on my desk and computer. <laughs> so I started to have to switch back to a planner and That's, I love that it. That makes
0: sense though. I have at most like two or three because mm, it's sense. more like, oh, by the end of the week, I need to do this. Like it's mm. stuff like that. It's never, it never piles up that bad. And my job, it's a pretty like rigid schedule for the stuff that I do. Okay. So I never need more than that, but I love a planner. I think they're just like, they feel so chic.
1: They're so fun to have. Yeah. Okay, I'll add that to my list. Thank you so much.
0: It's just nice. I love a to-do list. I love a planner.
1: I fucking love to-do lists. Yeah. Nothing in my life would ever get done without one, by the way.
0: No, I agree. I feel the same exact way.
1: Um, Okay, so they decide to go to bed that night. um, The club. (laughs) And Miranda calls Carrie and she's like... Ugh, I don't want to go out like I'm a mom blah 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 and Carrie's like you're going no excuses yeah
0: she uses the the um, the post it as a trump the card post
1: it as an excuse
0: she's like you will not get yeah. away from this
1: and we also see Samantha and Smith talking about his appearance on TRL that night on MTV and she's like don't tell anybody that I'm your girlfriend just say that you're single and still looking for someone special and he's like okay
0: yeah, and it's really... Also, them talking about TRL made me feel so old.
1: I was going to ask, do you remember TRL? Or was yeah. that, like, a little bit before you?
0: Oh, no. I So, my uncles are uh, not much older than me. They're, mm-hmm. like, 10 and 13 years older. So, when I was little, they were in their teens, so I would watch TRL with them all the time. Cute. So, I remember very, like, vividly watching, like... TLC and, like, all... Every... Everyone who was on there. Specifically in the early 2000s. When it was, uh... Lala Anthony hosting. Who's the host in this episode?
1: I miss TRL.
0: Me too. It was so important to culture. <laughs> like, I genuinely. I used to
1: watch that with my aunt. And we used to watch, like, all the time.
0: Yeah. It was such a... Integral thing to culture. Like, I we needed it i think i think that's another there's such a a lack of things like it now yeah so everyone it feels like there's not it doesn't feel like there's as much monoculture anymore i can
1: think of to trl (laughs) this is gonna
0: (laughs) oh god this
1: may offend some people the only thing that's on TV nowadays, or just existing in the world nowadays, other that's similar to TRL, is the the movie thing that plays when you go to the movie theater with Maria. Manuos. I no,
0: I agree. I think you're. I think that is so spot on.
1: That is the only thing that's even remotely close to TRL.
0: I agree, and it's like that's so crazy to think about when you used to just be able to watch it in your house.
1: Yeah, it was no, it wasn't even just like, Oh, I get to watch this, it was literally like I have to watch this. It, it was appointment television. This. Yeah, it was appointment television. And
0: right. you got like you saw the coolest new music videos, all the coolest new artists, like And they
1: used to like give you hot scoops on like what was happening in Yeah.
0: Life. And it was right in Times Square. Oh my god. So chic.
1: Bring back TRL.
0: Well they tried. And it failed. Yeah. Terribly. In twenty seventeen they brought it back. No but it's watched. just like the culture is so different now. With social media and everything. Everything's it's just,
1: on social media. It's yeah. like, girl, I knew that fact like two hours ago.
0: Exactly. It's like, well, I know the new song is coming out because I followed them and I saw Pop Crave. Honestly, Pop Crave and the, the tw- Twitter accounts like that are the closest thing we have to TRL now. That's yeah, like contemporary TRL, yes. or TRL yeah. because it's like, that's who's tweeting about the new movie that's coming out or the new pop song or who's dating who, you know. Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy to think about. But, um... Smith is sexy in a way that is so specific to a time.
1: Smith is a nice guy, but he
0: He's he, a little he's a little slow on the pickup.
1: Yeah, yeah he's not like the like he's kind of like the sexy dumb guy.
0: Yeah, he's a himbo. Yeah. But he's like he's just sweet and He's so hot and it's he's fucking harmless. insane. Yeah, he's harmless and he's like the perfect partner for Samantha at this point, I feel like. Because yeah, he genuinely sure. has like no ulterior motives or no like
1: he couldn't even think of an ulterior motive.
0: And I don't want to I want what right. I want to say is like it could come off as rude. But he doesn't have the kind of like he has ambition, but he doesn't have like a bloodlust. Mm. Like he's not a cold like
1: Wait, why would that come across as rude? It's just a fact. Because Because he's not interested in fame. Samantha's the one that makes him what he is.
0: Yeah, it's just like, well, I think sometimes ambition can be seen as like a negative. Which I think he is ambitious, but I think it's like, not enough to be a bad guy. Yeah, it's where Samantha kind of balances him out like that.
1: Samantha does have ulterior motives. Like, he looks at something and he's like, Yeah, I don't know. These people want to take a picture of me or something like that. And she's like, okay, great. We're going to milk it for millions.
0: Yeah, he's very rose-colored glasses.
1: Yeah.
0: And, I mean, the absolute hunk photo is so iconic. That's another iconic thing.
1: This is a very... He is a very attractive man. It makes complete sense that this would be Samantha's longest relationship. Is a guy who's just genuinely innocent, sweet, kind of shy, would never want to hurt her... Yeah. Like doesn't try too hard.
0: Yes, he just is happy to be with her at the end yep. of the day. It doesn't yep. matter. Um and she tells him, "Say you're single."
1: And he's like, "Okay." Yeah. And he doesn't fight with her. And then <laughs> we see Charlotte like holding her humongous honking ring up <laughs> next to every single dress that she owns. Um, and Bernie was like, that's you because last (laughs) night I was getting ready for my anniversary dinner. I literally said to Bernie, my engagement ring is the ultimate accessory. It's true. (laughs) It should be. I mean, it's 14 karat white gold. Pitch it better be. And a beautiful diamond.
0: Oh, again, I'm so excited to go to your wedding.
1: I love engagement. I
0: love it. I love the, the pageantry.
1: We're we're milking it, too. Bernie's we yeah. were like, you guys have to tell everybody that you just got engaged. So in like, Italy. last night at the restaurant, we were like, they were like, are you celebrating anything in particular? And we were like, we're celebrating our anniversary, but also our engagement. And I was, like, showing them my ring and everything. And we got, like, free desserts, free appetizers. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, it was, and a $50 gift card to come back. Oh, my God. Her. Although, we were kind of thinking. <laughs> Maybe they give us this gift card because the restaurant's like on the verge of like bankruptcy or something, but we have no idea if that's why or not. We're just like
0: I mean, either way, take it and use it. Also, I understand where what's it called? Miranda's coming from.
1: With the with the night out?
0: Yeah, she feels not like
1: she doesn't feel hot.
0: She doesn't feel hot. And going out when you don't feel hot is like a death sentence.
1: It really is. You don't want to. You, you can't.
0: It is just a losing battle.
1: You're like, I can't rally. I simply can't. And
0: then, like, gospel truth, a good pair of jeans will save your life.
1: Sometimes all you can do is put on a pair of jeans. Uh, Sometimes you can't even look at the other stuff. No. In your closet. It just has to be a pair of jeans. You just the need the option.
0: right denim to hug yeah. you, right? Yep. And you will feel like a million dollars. And right. she looks so good.
1: The wrist wrap was not my favorite accessory. Oh, the
0: the I the belt I'm not in love with, the bag I'm not in love with. I wish her top was a little better, but the jeans, ooh.
1: <laughs> so really what we're saying is she didn't look that great. <laughs> she her,
0: she looked beautiful in the face. Her outfit was boring, but she looked happy and confident. That's true. Which is kind of the most important thing when you're going out. Yeah confidence attracts good energy i feel i agree but it's also just so fun seeing them all go out
1: i agree i love i love when they have night out
0: it's just so fun and like charlotte is starting to feel like weird about her ring and the engagement and everything and samantha's basically like that ring deserves a parade (laughs) a ring that big deserves a parade and i agree
1: sometimes tell me if you picked up on this like, so, I love Kim Cattrall. She's an amazing actress. She's arguably the best one out of all of them.
0: Sometimes she lays it on a little thick.
1: Yeah. Like, sometimes yes. the Samantha voice is a bit much.
0: No, I agree.
1: And, and like, in this moment at the bar, I mean, not at the bar, at the club, like, she was, like, going...
0: She lays it on girl. thick. Yeah, it was
1: way too thick during this. Like... Like, you know she's I, but... like, honey she's uh, like uh, like girl oh my god she's
0: like oh girl <laughs> like
1: uh, yeah it's it like really an weird.
0: affect it's like a drag queen affect voice
1: yeah it was she's weird. like
0: girl get yours yeah like it's so <laughs> it's so hammy
1: yeah it is it is it and it feels like a sketch it's, like, it's funny and it yes. makes me smile and it makes me laugh sometimes but other times i'm like wow okay she went really it, no. heavy with the voice
0: yeah, she's like, "Oh, she was feeling it that day."
1: Yeah. Um. um. <laughs> <laughs> we're so bitchy. <laughs> it's true, but it's
0: true she does it. It's like that's like everyone who does a impression of her does that.
1: Yeah, yeah. You can't help it. That's like her iconic thing. It was how
0: Yeah. She and oh, also at bed, I love that all the servers and like wait staff and everything are wearing pajamas. I
1: love that. I wish they were. Th- is this something I know. for a bar.
0: I don't know. I like it, though.
1: I wish it was. I mean, I know there are some places that they've had on Sex and the City that actually were real places. Yeah. Um, But not all of them, so. No. But, but it's such
0: a fun idea, it's a and it's, like, cool so idea. silly. Mm-hmm. All the beds are, like, these cool see-through plastic.
1: I kind of love it.
0: I do, too. It's really, like, it's so stupid in a way that I, like, I love. Yeah. And Miranda goes to the bathroom. She gets separated from the girlies.
1: She has a funny one-liner again. She's like, if I knew it would be like this, I would have brought my bike guard. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: you can also tell when they give Miranda, like, when she's supposed to be more confident because her jokes come off less pathetic. snarky and more like, ooh.
1: Yeah. And, like, also, well, she's funnier. In my yeah. Opinion, she's like, genuinely funnier. Yeah, she is.
0: When she's having a good time, she's so much more entertaining.
1: Another line that reminds me of this is when she's like, as opposed to his fucking bitch, his fucking horn. Yeah. When because she, like, you can, not, you know what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah.
0: You can hear that. You can hear in the line delivery that she's smiling.
1: Yeah. Or that she's like, knows she's being funny versus yes. other time she's just being snarky and sarcastic and you're like, and okay, it's
0: funny by chance. Yeah.
1: Miranda's in a bad mood, but that was kind of funny.
0: But no, I 100% agree. It's 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 all in the delivery and the, the attitude behind it. But yeah, you can... Cynthia Nixon's an actress when you can hear her smile in a line. Yeah. And it's fun. It's fun to watch and listen to. Um, And she gets bumped into some other guy's bed.
1: And he like starts flirting with her. And he reminded it's, me of Skipper.
0: He did remind me of Skipper too.
1: He literally looks exactly like him. Like the curly It's like hair. the same hair
0: texture. Yeah. Yeah. And it was very... He was really cute and, like, really nice. a good flirt. Why
1: did it, why did Miranda just, like, get up and leave, though? Why didn't she be, I like-
0: <laughs> I think it's one of those things where it's kind of, like, sometimes you don't need it to go anywhere, but you just needed it right then.
1: Yeah, you just needed to, like, flirt a little bit and have fun, but you don't want it to go anywhere.
0: Yeah, you needed a pick-me-up to be, like, I still got it. Yeah. And it was nice to see her get that and with, like, a... a seems like a sweetie guy. Mm. And she looks like she's just having... <laughs> The exact night she needed. Yes. Um, um.
1: Bernie was sitting with me, and she said that the host looked like Jennifer Beals. What are your thoughts?
0: Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember the host at all.
1: I don't. I honestly, I missed her. Like when I looked up at the screen, she had already gone, so I could not verify. Yeah. But I wanted.
0: Um. Ah. To- uh, she didn't stick around in my mind, so I can't disagree or agree. But I trust Bernie.
1: I agree. Uh, no, actually, I don't think I do. One time we were looking at a magazine, or, or we were watching something, and <laughs> fucking, it, it was a picture of Betsy Johnson, and she goes, oh, wow, whatever happened to Cyndi Lauper?
0: Okay, don't act like Betsy Johnson doesn't give crazy Cindy Lauper energy.
1: Um, that is not the only time. One time we were looking at a magazine and it was a picture of fucking, um, Julia Roberts. And she goes, is that Sarah Jessica Parker?
0: Okay. That one I understand less, but I can can still get it. I still get the vibe.
1: She is so confused. There's many, many, many times where this has happened. I don't think I trust what she said.
0: (laughs) I think the Julia Roberts one is the least. I agree with the least, but I, I agree with the rest.
1: Y'all are so wrong for that. I'm with Bernie. Wow.
0: I feel the burn. <laughs>
1: um, okay. Another question for you. When Miranda makes the joke about move over, that's my side of the bed. Mm. Are you picky about your side of the bed?
0: Yes, I have my side of the bed and Tony has uh, their side of the bed.
1: Me too. I'm picky yes. about mine too.
0: I think, I think it's crazy if people don't.
1: What does it mean? What does your side of the bed mean? Like what... I wonder if it's, like, sort of, like, left-brained, right-brained. I wonder if it's, like, if you like to sleep on the right side of the bed, you're this. And if you sleep on the left side of the bed, you're this.
0: I will say, I don't think I have a specific side I always choose.
1: It depends on the bed and the situation?
0: Yeah, like, my... Before Tony moved in, it was kind of... I just... I mean, I also had... It was a queen-size bed alone, so I kind of just slept in the middle. Um... But I also had a fucking 70-pound dog, so things weren't perfect. <laughs> but I I think I used to gravitate towards the left side. If I'm thinking, if I'm looking at it.
1: Okay, if we're looking at the bed.
0: Yeah, standing usually, at the end yeah. edge end of the bed.
1: Yeah, you usually sleep on the left.
0: I sleep, now I sleep on the left. I used to just sleep in the middle when it was just me. But in the past it's kind of just been like, whatever. I in our current situation, I picked the right side, or the side I'm on, because it was the one closer to the door, hmm. and I didn't want to be closer to the wall.
1: I used in our old apartment, I chose the right side because. Okay. Oh no! On the on our old apartment, I chose the left side because okay. we only had one bedside table, and I needed somewhere to put my glasses.
0: Yeah, I'm also like, if there's only access to one bedside table, I have that access.
1: And now we have our house and we both have a bedside table, but I'm still on the left because I got used to sleeping on the left and now I'm yeah.
0: I think it's like, I think if we moved or moved the bed or had a different bed or something like that, it would re- maybe reset.
1: Interesting.
0: But I don't know either because now we've gotten into the rhythm.
1: Mine carries over into like hotels. Like when we go into a hotel, I want the left.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it would be the same for us. Yeah, because when we visited Tony's sister, I slept on the the same side. So I guess now we're kind of in that like groove of it. But so before this, I was I've never been I've never been picky. Like if Tony was like, oh, let's switch, I would be like, okay.
1: So interesting, but now we're both lefties. Yeah. Fascinating. Let's see what it weird. Is. Uh...
0: girl oh those who sleep on the left believe that they are calmer than their partner in a crisis and are more confident in general it is also reported that left side sleepers are believed to have a greater level of job satisfaction than right siders left side sleepers may have something else going for them too that seems like a real reach
1: these are reaching
0: but i do i like the calmer part because i think like in a crisis, I think I'm calmer.
1: But listen to this. People who sleep on the right are believed to be grumpier and have a less positive outlook on the world. Have I been sleeping that's on the wrong side That's such a of the weird...
0: Bed? That just feels so impossible to dictate. Or like...
1: It's research. It's, they've done research on it.
0: Interesting. That's, that's such... so crazy to me.
1: I am fascinated by this. I want to know more.
0: Yeah, that's such a weird thing I've never actually thought about.
1: Wow. Oh, my God.
0: Right in. What side of the bed do you sleep on? Me? No, the listener.
1: Oh. (laughs) If you're out there. Yeah. Listeners, what side of the bed do you sleep on? And describe yourself to us, please.
0: Carrie is a right side sleeper. Really? Yes. With Big in the hotel when they have the affair. She's on the right side with Aiden. She's on the right side when she dates the model. She's and, on the right side. Yep.
1: And when she's by herself, she's in the middle.
0: Yes, which is how I would operate.
1: Me too. When I'm um, home alone, I sleep in the middle. Miranda like, Miranda's time?
0: also on the right side.
1: Yeah, she is.
0: I think Charlotte also is.
1: I wonder what Samantha is.
0: I don't think we ever see her. No, like...
1: I can pick... No, I've seen Charlotte on the left. Is she Remember the left? Remember when she gives the guy the boxer? She's on the left side. Oh, okay. So that actually okay, makes yeah. sense because people on the left side wake up in a more positive mood calmer and feel more confident in general than people who sleep on the right side interesting Huh. okay fascinating well
0: I am fascinated by this that is such a weird thing I've never in my life had to th- think about
1: I guess my brain just works in a weird way
0: I think I like that though
1: yeah me too I always ask annoying questions. I do incessant polling. I think people get frustrated with me. Sometimes I ask the most annoying questions. Like, it'll be at the completely wrong time. Or I just ignore you. And I'll be like, what is your all-time favorite breakfast cereal? <laughs> and somebody's <laughs> like, why would you even ask me that right now? And I'm like, quickly tell me what it is.
0: And See, like, I I have a, the trait that I have that's similar but not the same that I know annoys people is I'll be like, okay, guess. Yeah, yeah. I want to make it a game.
1: Yeah, I love I love guessing games. I do too. It's so fun. It is. Really it's so
0: fun. fun. I do it to Tony all the time, where I'll be like, "Oh my god, guess like uh, this thing," and Tony will be like, "Oh, what is that?" I'm like, "No, you have to guess. You have three guesses."
1: Yeah, I always make like my favorite games that I do of guessing is I like to do guess the initials when I'm driving. Like if I have to, Ooh, okay. like if we're driving somewhere really far, we do like guess the initials, and it'll be like, "Okay, what's the category?" Okay, celebrities, or it'll be like. that's female actresses or musicians and we have to do initials like
0: i like that yeah
1: and we always do and sometimes we'll be 20 20 questions too is another fun one that we always do
0: oh i love a 20 questions uh yeah i'm just i don't know you and i are annoying in the same ways yeah
1: i I, I (laughs) i'm guilty of incessant polling i'm constantly asking people to pick their favorites of stuff it really bothers people but it's true what can you do
0: yeah I like it.
1: um okay, moving on. my personal opinion is that Carrie never should have spoken at bed like she no should have she should not have
0: gone and talked to those men. She did not need to
1: like it's I just, do
0: like that she yelled at them.
1: Nothing good came of it no, and like
0: other than the funny line when she was like, we have to go, yeah, that made me laugh, but I also was like. She doesn't owe these people anything. She doesn't have to go talk to them. She doesn't have to lie to them or tell them she was lying to them. Like, the whole scene was so unnecessary. I,
1: the worst advice ever given was Charlotte saying, be honest and just go up to them and tell them that she Yes, lied. 100%. She's the stupidest person on this planet.
0: Yeah, I fundamentally
1: no, I don't understand, understand that advice. That. It's so stupid she, to me. Her brain broke when she said yeah.
0: that. Yeah, and then... Carrie just goes off on those guys, and she's right. Everything she says is right, but well, like, like she
1: tells him, she doesn't need to say and, it. Like expects him to react. Like, girl, they're not gonna react. That's their friend. Like, yeah, that's friend. their
0: friend. It's so it was so silly and unnecessary.
1: She's doing way too much. I would have just left. Um, like, I love her anger, but it was completely awkward. I love. Her I part literally would like forgets his name, but other than that.
0: I would have just waved at them and that been it.
1: Yeah, like she basically proved the other guy's point when he was like you guys just get really pissed off and become like psychotic. Like Ugh. she basically proved his point. <laughs> but you know
0: what? Sometimes you have to prove someone's point.
1: But sometimes was, you
0: have to lose your shit.
1: I know, but it was not a good thing that she did that. No.
0: With. You have I I definitely fall into the thing of like oh, you assumed something. I'm going to I'm going to double down now and it will be worse.
1: I mean, I again, I get her anger. She's totally valid. (laughs) I just don't think.
0: I would, don't think I would have said anything.
1: Yeah. This is not how I would have handled it.
0: Um, so they leave.
1: They finally leave.
0: They pull Miranda away from her cute, nice guy.
1: And I just remember, this is the part where I remembered they were going to smoke weed in this episode.
0: (laughs) Also, like, they smell the weed. They're trying to find it. Why is Charlotte and Miranda acting like those men are freebasing cocaine?
1: They're acting like it's the biggest deal in the world. Was it that big of a deal in the 90s?
0: I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. It's just, to me, I'm also like someone who's literally never been high. I just don't think weed is that big of a deal.
1: I guess in this day and age it isn't. But back in those days, maybe it was.
0: I guess. I mean, I don't know. It's it's still just, like, so silly. I also... One thing that I was thinking about, and this is mostly at the end when, eventually, spoiler, Samantha and Carrie are smoking, it's just shocking how they don't do drugs on this show.
1: Yeah, like, th- they are always on the party scene. You would, These are the exact And they people- never
0: get high. They And it's like, it's not like it was, like, a a network show it was fucking hbo
1: right like they could have
0: showed samantha doing a bump once
1: yeah oh my god yes or even i can picture carrie doing it too too.
0: yeah the closest we ever get is like samantha with the viagra
1: and i mean wait there's another episode i'm thinking of carrie is a bit of a stoner remember she dates the stoner guy who the comic book owner
0: oh yeah comic
1: book guy I yeah, think yeah, Carrie yeah. is a little bit of a stoner, and I can see her getting into the party scene. Like, I can see her doing coke, too.
0: It's just so surprising we don't see as much of that. It's, like, it's New York in the 90s club scene.
1: Club scene. Like, they're hanging out with models frequently.
0: And they're all, like, rich.
1: I feel like or, it like, gets talked about one time by, like, Stanford. He's, like... Yeah. He talks about a boyfriend of his or whatever. Oh wait, Carrie walks in the bathroom and sees someone doing coke one time. Remember? She no, when was that? She the bathroom and there's a girl doing coke, and she's like, "Oh, do you want some?" And Carrie's like, "Um, no." Oh
0: yes, wasn't it a model or something yeah, like that,
1: or something like that? It was at
0: it was at a party or something. But uh, yeah, it's just something that it's so funny that weed is you, is so scandalous in this episode.
1: Yeah, I don't know. They freak out. I mean, Carrie gets it's so you know, silly. Carrie gets written up. <laughs>
0: Um, and then in the bar where they go to buy their weed, Samantha watches TRL and gets sad because Smith tells the world that he's single.
1: And, and he's not
0: seeing anyone special. He's
1: dating, but he's not seeing anyone special is what he says. Which and is it's
0: hard to hear.
1: He looks into the camera as he says it. And I think that he was trying to say, like, Samantha, I did what you said. But I think he was trying yeah. to send her a little message through the TV to be like. I, w-
0: I can definitely see that.
1: I think he was trying to say, like, I don't. And I don't agree with what I'm saying right now. I'm just saying it because you told me to.
0: I. Yeah. And then Samantha makes out with that guy.
1: It's so stupid. Like, girl, it's
0: so stupid. And then they almost get beat up by the group of, like, Long Island women.
1: (laughs) That part made me laugh. Um... Also,
0: you know who one of the girls is?
1: Wait. She looked familiar. I don't know. The though.
0: one on the left, her name is Orphy, and she's in le- she's Paul yes, Paulette. Yes, 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 and yes, yes. Legally yes, blonde. Yes, yes, legally blonde
1: lady. Yep, I know. Isn't her. that
0: a, I literally was so gagged.
1: From Broadway. You know I've met her.
0: No. Yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing. I met
1: her and at also, the Broadway Flea Market.
0: That is so cool. The main woman looks kind of like a C tier Debbie Maison. I was
1: just gonna say that. I was literally just right? gonna say that. Yep
0: it's i literally had to look it up i was like is that, that debbie Demi mazar in no, just her. like bad makeup it looked just but no like it's her though. it's crazy and she, i mean that would have been so funny for her to be this like trashy woman from new york because like duh but yeah it like gagged me
1: i loved it um uh, and then okay so they find they go back outside after the, the girls chase them out and samantha reveals she had a had a joint in her bra this entire time that she got from the bartender for slipping of the 20. <laughs> and they start smoking. And literally, as soon as Samantha walks away to take a call from Smith, a police pulls up as Carrie's, like, taking a
0: drag on this joint. And she does this, like, Scooby-Doo turnaround.
1: It's so silly.
0: It's so fucking funny. It is. And she's holding, she's got the joint in her mouth.
1: Like And she so just stupid. looks so
0: silly and so dumb.
1: They are so stupid. And she, okay, so he gets her in the back of the car and Miranda starts pleading with the officer, like, come on, like, she she didn't mean anything by it. She had a bad day and she got broken up by a post-it and he like doesn't believe her. So then Carrie puts the post-it in the window, which is such an iconic scene.
0: It's so iconic. And then he's like, fine, I'll write you up for smoking at a bar. And they're, like, still arguing with him. And then he recites the post-it back to her.
1: Which was so
0: fucking funny. Yeah. So rude. So funny.
1: So rude.
0: Especially when it's like, girl, he's cutting you a break. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then they all go to the the restaurant, the cafe. And
1: they're, like, eating this huge sundae.
0: And Samantha snarks at Carrie, and she's like, stop bogarting the split.
1: Yeah, and then Miranda's jeans pop open.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And Carrie laughs so hard, and it's such, like, a good Sarah Jessica Parker, like, belly laugh.
1: Yeah, ugh, I love her.
0: It really, it is such a funny episode. It's such a, like, good time episode.
1: It really is a good one.
0: I'm so, like, I'm so glad I chose it, and we, like... I found so many more things in it than I, that I loved that I didn't remember.
1: Me too. I was pleasantly surprised by how many funny things happened in this one.
0: Like, laugh out loud in a way that I don't laugh at every Sex and the City episode. Especially having seen them all so many times.
1: Yeah, because, like, sometimes you rewatch them and you end up watching the same ones inevitably yeah. over and over. And then once in a while you put on a completely random one and you're like, oh my god, that was such a good one.
0: You're like, fuck, that was good. Yeah. But... Next week is one of your choices and mind you we only have two more episodes of Sex and the City left.
1: Oh my god, we're almost done?
0: We're almost done with Sex and the City.
1: Wow. Oh. I know, it feels that, weird. It feels weird. We haven't even talked about like what we might want to watch next.
0: I know. I have a I have an idea which is one we've been talk think we've been talking about since before since the beginning. So I I'll text you that after we're done. No okay. spoilers, but okay. I do I think it would be a good a good summer series to watch
1: interesting okay i can't wait to see what what it is
0: yeah but um, um do you want yeah, to...
1: next week is one of mine um hang on i'm pulling it up <laughs> oh my gosh this is such a good one samantha buys a vibrator and babysits for her
0: <laughs> i'm very fucking excited to watch that one
1: that is literally one of my all-time favorite episodes it's of so TV, insane period Period. It's just such a good episode.
0: I can't wait. It's going to be a good time. Uh, feel free to watch ahead if you'd like to keep up. hmm But until then, bye-bye. Until bye.
1: then, take care, and we'll talk to you soon. Yes. Bye. Bye-bye.
0: Oh, my God. He's online. Can he see me? What the hell is she talking about? Who's this? speak to Angelina, please. No, she died.